Well, over the weekend, the winners were announced for New Zealand's richest short story competition, the Sargison Prize. It was named after the celebrated New Zealand writer Frank Sargison. And Catherine Chidgey founded the prize in 2019. This year's chief judge was award-winning writer Vincent O'Sullivan. And taking home the top prize and $10,000 was Anna Woods with her short story Pig Hunting. But there's also a secondary schools division, and this year it was won by Otepoti Dunedin writer Tumisha Adabawale and her story, The Catastrophe of Swimming. And Tumisha joins me now. Hi. Hi. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Exciting moment in your life? Yes, I was very excited and happy too. Tell me about your decision to enter the competition in the first place. Well, it's very funny because I originally did not want to submit for the competition because before I always thought of myself as a poet mm. and that I could only write poetry. And then one of my friends, um, she reached out to me and said, hey, you should go for Salgerson. And I looked at it and because it was a short story, I was a bit, I didn't want to go for it originally. I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to go for it. But she gave me a lot of resources and she helped me and I got feedback from other people and a lot of encouragement from my parents to just go for it. And so I submitted for the Sajerson. And so when I got the message and the call saying you came first, I actually cried. My mum was there when I cried on the on the phone. Oh. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you had no idea it was coming, hey? No. <laughs> Um, you mentioned that you're a poet as well, and that's it's quite obvious from your writing, which is very poetic. Um, some great images that you create in this story. Tell me a little bit, a uh, little bit about the story. It's quite well, on the surface. It's quite a simple scene. Just some young people at a public pool. Yes, um, it was actually based on what one of my close friends, um, Malika Boyhu, who's a swimmer, and she's also black, African like me. And her experiences with at the um, with other white people at the swimming pool, and based on what I've read from books and I've seen in films, and I just thought that story deserves to be written or at least it needs to be put out there, um, because the thing with stories and a lot of these poems and books, of course, there we would classify them as works as works of fiction. Um, they're based on people's experiences, whether writers, they use it from their own personal lives or they use um, what they've heard from other people. It all comes from somewhere. And so I wrote that story to put, I wrote that story with the intention of putting lots of layers in it because one of Vincent's comments was that there was colonization and this hint of you know the race element but it wasn't the main point which i was very pleased because that was not the main point yeah i want people i wanted a huge i want a lot of people to be able to read that and you know see themselves in that short story um i wanted people who have had you know issues in their romantic relationships to be able to read that and go 
oh my goodness, I can I can see myself in that. Or oh, fellow black women who have been in relationship with white men and they've had that sort of internal conflict with themselves thinking, maybe my white boyfriend wants to be with a white girl. I want a white girlfriend, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, racism is a, is a rich theme and, and otherness is a theme we often come across in, in literature. But this is, it's not, it's not that something overtly racist is going on, but it's about a character who is reflecting on her own difference. She's watching her Pākehā boyfriend basically checking out a white girl across the pool and that brings up so much of her own life experience and then she's put in this position of not knowing what to do about it, whether to call them on it. Um, There's so much going on. In fact, most of the action is inside her head. Yes, that was you got it spot on Um, because for me, I knew I didn't want too much action going on and because that was the first time I was going for a short story competition, I didn't really want to make it too complicated. So I went for a nice, simple storyline, but I wanted it to be punchy and to hit the audience. And so I knew I was going to add a race element, but I knew I didn't want that to be the main focus. And I th- I wrote that with the hope that people will see her internal insecurity. You know, she's black and he's white and there's a black, white girl at the pool. So I wanted people to be able to go inside her heads. Um, and I hope, know there'll be some fellow black Kiwis in New Zealand that will read that and go, oh my goodness, it's like she went in my head. <laughs> yeah, but, but for anyone in a romantic relationship, when you have tension or, or a moment of trouble in a relationship, it's not just about that moment, it's about your whole life leading up to that point and all your insecurities and um, you do a great job of capturing that. Well done. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. Um, Part of the prize is a one-week summer writing residency at the University of Waikato, my old university. And how do you plan to spend that? Do you have an idea of what what you like to work on? Oh, wow. Well, shout out to University of Waikato. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, I was very pleased. Even though it's one week, I'm very grateful that I'll be able to work with other award-winning writers. Um, my goal with the writing residency is that I hope to develop my short story skills more, potentially play around with a few plays and poetry, and potentially reach out into other writing genres um, rather than limiting myself and saying I'm only going to do this and I'm going to do that. I really just want to experiment and I'm happy and very grateful again that I have this writing residency and I have the space to test it out. Yeah, I mean, this isn't even the first time you've had your work published. You were, um, you won the 2023 Poetry Aotearoa yearbook competition. You've performed poems at the New Zealand Young Writers Festival. Where did your... um, inspiration and your confidence come from to to, to put your hand up and say, I'm going to be a writer of all the things that you could choose to do? (laughs) Um, It all started back in 2021 when the Canadian um, theatre company, Theatre Folk, put out their competition for a, they wanted to make, they're making an anthology for their BIPOC Voices and Perspectives book. And one of my friends and my dad in particular, my dad also writes um, in his own free time. Mm. And he was the one that encouraged me and said, 
you know, this would be good. And a lot of my friends said it would be good. But at the time, because it was made, they're based in Canada, I was a bit worried. Maybe it's because it was international. And I didn't think me at the time, which at the time I had nothing. I published nothing. had gone. I hadn't gone for any competition. I thought this is too big for me. Um, but luckily, I'm very grateful that I have parents who they're always supporting me and encouraging me. I think that's one thing I've realized I take for granted. Um, there are other amazing young writers here in New Zealand, but some of them don't have the support at home um, to be able to channel that energy into their writing. So I'm very grateful that I have parents who, from the beginning, when I said, hey, you know, I'm thinking of going into writing. They never discouraged me. They never said, no, why would you do that? Mm -hmm. They never said, wouldn't you rather go this pathway? They just said, okay, if you need us, we're right here. That's all. And I went for it. And then I got published in the Theatre Folk by Pog Voices monologue. And I sat there and I was like, oh my gosh. And so when they sent the book and I saw my name, that was the first time I'd ever seen my name and my writing in print. And I said, wait, so I can actually do this? Yeah, that's great. Um, in that same year, I went for the 2020, I submitted some work for the 2021 redraft collection and I got one poem in. And since then I decided, I was like, okay, along with my studies and my other interests, I think I also want to, I think I'm going to start up, I'm going to do more writing. And so I did that. Mostly poetry. Um, I joined the Otipoti Writers Lab based here in Dunedin. And since then, I'm so happy I did. They are so supportive. We have guest speakers that come in to talk with us in our writing sessions. And it just feels very safe. I feel safe when I'm with them. Fantastic. And I also, I also joined the Dunedin Youth Writers Association. And... I think being a part of those two writing groups, having a community in writing, having supportive people by my side from my parents to my close friends has really helped me. Um, yeah, I didn't realize how beneficial it is to have a community behind you yeah. supporting you. Support, um, support and practice, pretty good uh, equation for a successful career in writing. Uh, Tumiche, well done. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today and we'll look forward to seeing where you go next. <laughs> Thank you. Tumiche Adebowale, who is the secondary school winner of the Sargison Prize this year. Um, and that story, The Catastrophe of Swimming, will be published online on Newsroom's Reading Room.